0: This week's podcast is made possible by a generous donation from the Lewis C. Skinner Foundation. I believe in the power of simple questions. I believe in baseball. I believe in practice and hard work. I believe in watching and listening. I believe in the power of food. I believe hunger can be a good thing. As for belief,
1: I believe in acts of love.
0: I believe government is a verb.
1: And I believe in jury duty.
0: This I believe. Since the dog days of August are soon upon us, and fresh tomatoes, thankfully, are everywhere, we thought this would be a good week to revisit one of our favorite summertime essays from tomato farmer Tim Stark. Here he is recorded in the cab of his truck taking produce to the Union Square Green Market in New York City.
1: I believe that an atmosphere of stress and chaos within reason brings out my best qualities, and I believe my heirloom tomatoes feel the same. My farm started out as a garden, a weekend respite from New York City, where I worked as a management consultant. In that job, the stress often went unrewarded. Cranking out three-dimensional pie charts backed by reams of prose, I could show the client how to fix what went wrong, only to have them hire another consultant to tell them the same thing. So I grew tomatoes to relax, at first. But early one spring, on the top floor of a Brooklyn brownstone, I germinated 3,000 tomato seedlings on heat mats beneath fluorescent grow lights. Before work, I would get up two hours early to fuss with my plants. Once, during a meeting in Albany, I convinced myself I had forgotten to insert the thermometer into the heated soil. Horrific scenarios preyed in my imagination. The heat mats would grow hotter. The seedlings would fry. My apartment would ignite. I left the meeting early and flew home to New York City, convinced I'd be rescuing seedlings from a burning brownstone. As it turned out, the thermometer was safely in the soil. Any right-minded consultant would have advised against the exhausting, undercapitalized, and dysfunctional venture my garden expanded into. But the work brought rewards. The back pain I got from pounding tomato steaks was nothing like the back pain that came with trying to meet consulting deadlines. And those pie charts? You couldn't bite into them like you could a rich, juicy, fresh tomato. I don't know who suffered most early on, me or my tomatoes. The stress was tough on both of us, tomatoes ripening faster than I could pick them, tomatoes exploding beneath the ruthless sun. It would be midnight till I got the truck loaded to come here. And then, at four in the morning, driving in, the truck would run out of gas. What I brought to this market was a ragtag lot, black crim, Aunt Ruby's German green, Zapotec pleaded, Extra Eros They were zippered, cracked, and hopelessly mottled. But those tomatoes developed a following. Customers had grown suspicious of the fire engine red variety. Over-irrigated, sprayed at the first sign of disease, pumped up with fertilizer, pampered like a bottle-fed baby. My tomatoes had to compensate and persevere, dig for their minerals and water, find their own way. The patches of black, the concentric scars, the multiple signs of tomato suffering showed strength and flavor. I couldn't help but notice how my tomatoes responded to me in ways that women and bosses never had. My tomatoes needed me, and I needed them. For ten years, I've made a living from tomatoes. It's not a bad life, even though I threaten to quit each year. But things have gotten better since I started out. These days, at the peak of summer, I get four hours of sleep, where once I got two... I believe in managed stress. It sweetens the tomatoes. I like to think it sweetens me, too.
0: Tim Stark grows tomatoes, hot peppers, and many other kinds of produce at his Eckerton Hill Farms in Berks County, Pennsylvania, and is the author of Heirloom, Notes from an Accidental Tomato Farmer. This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. To learn how you can make your tax-deductible donation at any level, including regular reoccurring monthly donations, please visit our website at thisibelieve.org support. Today's essay was produced by Jay Allison and Vicki Merrick with Emily Botine, Editing assistance provided by NPR's Ellen Silva. Our podcasts are produced by John Gregory. For This I Believe, I'm Dan Genneman.